Have you ever sat down and thought intently about where your money goes? A life well lived is all about living with intentionality. It's time to start thinking about where you're putting your money and how to make best use of it. Today, Dave is going to provide you with a ton of practical ideas. In this episode, you're going to learn all about how you can live a good life. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. All right, today's story is going to be a little bit different Dave has a lot of facts and some interesting things from what he's researched. So go ahead and get started, Dave. All right. Uh, welcome, listeners. Thanks for being with me again. This podcast is about money. And so we're going to share some thoughts on how you can win with money today. And I'll give you some practical examples. There are many ways to win with money, as you know, just about as many ways to win as there are days in a year. My goal is to inspire you to do the same. Have you ever thought, I will never get ahead? I'm going to say without a doubt that you can really win with money. You really can get ahead. Now, it does take a bit of financial education. It takes discipline and time on your part. But if you can give of yourself just a bit, you will win with money. So let's just dream for a bit. What are your financial goals? Where do you want to be in 5, 10, 20, 30 years? Have you ever thought of that? You know, statistically, most people don't even do that. They just live from day to day, year to year, work their job until they retire. And I'm here to tell you that is not the best way to live your life. I want to encourage you to plan. And as I mentioned on the prior podcast, fail to plan, plan to fail. And that fits right in perfectly with what I'm talking about today. So what does that look like in your life? Everyone has different goals and yours will be unique to you. However, there are some common financial pieces to that objective that anyone and everyone needs to do to reach those goals. Okay. So you have this picture of the life that you'd like to have, right? Do you think it's impossible? Or do you think you just might win in this area? Did you know that winning in finance is 80% behavioral and 20% knowledge base? Does that make sense to you? So you don't need to be a math nerd to be successful financially but you do need to change some behaviors to be successful financially. Just one thing I wanted to, to interject. When you're talking about thinking through five years, 10 years, 20 years, it's not that you have to write down and do everything you're going to say you want to do, right? It's just more thinking about the person you want to become. And obviously, as your life changes and you know, maybe some goals are going to change, maybe you don't want to learn Spanish later on, or maybe 
you don't want to travel to Europe or you'd rather travel to Australia, something like that, right? But the point is you have intentionality in your life, right? And just taking that time, even if you only have one hour, right, on a Sunday afternoon where you just say, hey, in five years, I'd like to have accomplished this. Or in 20 years, it'd be great to have $200,000 in my retirement account. Absolutely, Nate. That's really great input. In that regard, you know, absolutely you need to plan. I do it annually in the in the month of January. I plan for my future for that year. And as Nate says, life happens and you may have health issues. You may change what your interests are. And so those goals and plans will change. Absolutely. But you want to make plans anyway. And the other thing that really struck me about what you mentioned was 80% behavioral and 20% knowledge base. And it sounds like a lot, but the more I think about it, how true is that, right? So much of what we do in life is routines and habits, and you either have the discipline to wake up early or not, or you have the discipline to not spend all day on social media or eating junk food. That's right. And so if you can have that behavioral, you know what you need to do, right? You know you shouldn't be eating Oreos all day. But if you have that discipline and if you set up your environment in the right way and making things as easy as possible to be that person that you want to become, then hopefully that behavior will be easier to follow. Would you agree? Absolutely. And that's what I'm going to share with you right now. It's the difference between being average and being successful in the financial market. It's not easy, but it can be done. And I'm going to give you some examples right now. For me, the number one absolutely biggest thing that I did to change the way our financial trajectory was, was to be frugal. That's how I did it. In my opinion, if you choose to be frugal in your everyday life and stick with it, this will be your greatest accelerant for financial success. So what does that look like? Here's some examples to get you thinking. And again, as we go through these examples, it's just stuff that we came up with, right? We know your life circumstance is different than ours. So I'm sure you can, if you look at your credit card bill, right? After this episode, you take a look at your credit card bill or your bank account and you see where your money is being spent. You can circle this and say, do I need to be paying $200 on this gym membership as opposed to $20 at Planet Fitness or, exactly. or something like that, right? But Dave has a, a plethora of examples. And again, the point of this exercise is just to get you thinking exactly, and to try to make your own decisions. But again, to live with intentionality. All right, here's one. I'm going to just give you some random things maybe to you, but uh, hopefully it'll get you thinking like Nate said. As you know, housing is expensive, whether you're renting or uh, purchasing a home. And let's just say some of these things that I've talked about has started to change your thinking about finance. However, you don't make a lot of money. So what could you do to get a little bit more money into your pocket every month? Here's one example. What if you took on a roommate to help with your monthly apartment expenses? When I first started, I shared one side of a duplex with a roommate before I got married. Now, I could have had my own apartment, of course, but I met a buddy and uh, it turned out he's, he's a lifelong friend. As a matter of fact, 
I just talked with him at length last night, and uh, we've known each other for 40 years. And I just met him randomly. I found his name on a, a cork board at a uh, seminary. This could be a tenant that rents a room in your home. It could be choosing to live on in a less expensive home or apartment. For me, I lived in a basic entry-level neighborhood in my first home for 14 years. I didn't overextend my expenses. In other words, you know, probably it wasn't the best neighborhood. Um, it wasn't sketchy, but it was just kind of a little bit basic, but it was fine. Yeah, I really like that example of the, the duplex too, right? Perhaps you're introverted and you say, man, I don't want to live with someone else, right? Well, what if you just had a, a duplex and you guys shared the rent or the mortgage, right? It makes things a lot more easier. Right. All right. Here's another example. What if you got your apartment or your home close to work, so close that you could actually walk to work? Incredible changes could happen. I live close enough to work that I walked every day for 14 years. And as you can imagine, as an extra perk to that, I got some exercise along the way as well. Now, at the time, I lived in Oregon where it rains a lot. And uh, I worked through quite a few uh, galoshes along the way, but that's okay. I remember as well, you had these rubber coverings for your shoes to keep your feet dry, right? I remember you wearing those a lot of days. Well, that's the galoshes I'm talking about. Yeah, they're kind of goofy, but uh, they protected my shoes. And so when I got to work, my feet weren't wet. Yep. No big deal. Another example would, would be if you have two cars, maybe you sell one of your cars and take public transportation. On those rare occasions when you really need a second car, Uber it, right? You'll save a ton on insurance, maintenance, car depreciation, and so forth just by having one car. Yeah, and that actually kind of speaks to one of your other points, right? When you put money in a car, it's not necessarily an investment unless there's some crazy inflation, right? Almost never will your car go up in value. It's always going to go down in value from the moment that you purchase it. Exactly. That is 100% right. All right, here's another example. How much do you eat out? I would dare say if you're a younger person especially, you eat out several times a week. Maybe instead of eating out so much, what if you ate a little bit more at home? Now, I don't mean giving up going out to eat, but behaviorally changing some of the amount of times you ate out. Have you ever heard of an Instant Pot? Instant Pots are great for cooking a meal so when you come home that night, it's ready to go. Now, here's an interesting statistic. According to Simple Dollar, the average American eats on average 4.2 times commercially prepared meals per week. So that means they eat out. In other words, as a nation, we eat out between four and five times a week on average. This number equates to 18.2 meals on an average month eaten outside of the home. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think it's possible to eat out less? say one or two times less a week? If you went from eating four times to two times a week and the average cost was $15, you could save $30 a week and over $100 a month in just this one area. Have you ever brown bagged your lunch? In other words, have you ever brought your own lunch to work? Here's another example of how you can save money pretty effortlessly and you'll be better ahead financially for it. 
In my case, my entire career, I brought my own lunch to work. Honestly, this was not a negative at all. I definitely ate healthier than much of what the fast food places serve. And as a side note, I had more time during lunch to read or socialize with others. Yeah, and I think a lot of this is a mindset thing too, right? Because if right. you're eating out multiple times a week, I can tell you in the times that I've eaten out more during the week, it's not like my life's more enjoyable. It actually, if anything, it makes eating out less exciting and less enjoyable, right? So when you're only saying, hey, I'm going to eat out just once or twice a week, it's going to make those times a little bit more exciting and more enjoyable, and you'll look forward to them a little more beyond the fact that obviously the food that you cook at home is going to be considerably less and I would imagine much more healthy. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about cable TV. Again, I'm a frugal guy, right? Well, <laughs> my whole career, I never had cable in the house except for a couple years when the kids were in high school. They really wanted to watch some shows, and so I agreed to it. But I'm 65. I've had uh, no cable for my entire life except for those two years. And I didn't want to pay the money. And I found that I never really needed all those programs. And I would guess that many of you would agree with me. It's just hard to break that habit, right? Well, let me give you one example now. I have changed a little bit. They have something new that I didn't have when I was younger. And as one example, YouTube TV. It has a ton of sports programs. It has HGTV and, you know, pretty much all the big cable channels that people are interested in. It's unlimited DVD storage, blah, blah, blah. DVR storage. Uh, yes. I'm not getting any kickback from YouTube TV. I'm just telling you the facts. I think it's a pretty good product. What I like is it's about $75 a month. You know, I already have internet, so I'm not paying double, basically. I'm just paying for the YouTube TV for $75 a month. However, here's the kicker. They allow you to create a family group and share your membership with up to five others at no additional cost. So when you create a family group, you become the family manager. And as the family manager, you can invite family members, 13 or older, to join your family group. So let's say you get two others to share in the cost. And so the monthly cost would be, between the three of you, $25 each. With an internet connection, that's a very good deal to get over 80 channels. Exactly. This one's probably easier than ever, especially for people that just watch shows and they don't like watching things live. I mean, you can get things like Hulu where you just watch the shows. There's Amazon Prime, Netflix, all these streaming, which are fairly affordable, especially if you share them with others. And, you know, you don't have to be paying these big cable companies just to be able to watch things live all the time. Yep. Good point. So these are just a few ideas to consider if you're serious about winning with money. It begins with changing your behavior. I hope that today's episode gave you quite a few examples to hopefully get your, your head spinning a little bit to at least make maybe one change, right? At least maybe think, what's one thing I can do to save an extra $30 a month or $50 a month? And uh, again, each person's situation is going to be different. But Dave, what were the three points that we want you, the listener, you, the saver, to take home. All right. There are many ways you can save, of course. But my main point here is for you 
to start to think differently about money. Did I get you thinking of ways you can change? Did I give you an idea that you could copy? So finally, let me encourage you to pick one thing you can change about money and start this week. Even if you only have five, ten minutes, right? All it takes is just think about it. What do you have that you can change? And again, the main point being start this week because we all know that someday is a never going to happen type thing, right? So when you say someday, you can always say someday, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yep. All right. So next podcast, Dave is going to share one practical thing you can do to instantly win with money. That's coming up on the next episode. But again, lastly, we want to end with a piece of scripture. So go ahead. Or actually, in this case, it's not going to be scripture. This is going to be a quote related to what we were talking about. Yep. I'm going to share something a little different, but it really fits, I think. The quote is, we make ourselves rich by making our wants few. That was written by Henry David Thoreau. So we make ourselves rich by making our wants few.